Welcome back to Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing season four, episode six, Stay, written by Bridget Carpenter and directed by Patrick Norris. Original air date, December 9th, 2009. How are you, Liz? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I um I enjoyed Maddie Boy in this episode. Okay. I'm, I'm glad to hear to it. I'm discussing some things. I have some comments. Yeah, we'll get into it. So in this episode, Eric devises a game plan against a tough team. Matt and Julie go to a music festival in Austin, and Tim reunites with Lila. Ooh, she's mm. making a face, y'all. Mm. She's making a face. We'll get there. Let's start with the Lions, though. So we have an upcoming televised game against McNulty. They're undefeated, and the Lions still don't have a quarterback. But they're making it happen. So far, so good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coach Taylor... He's getting interviewed. There's going to be media coverage. He doesn't want to get wrapped up in it. So he tells the team, including Stan, like, don't give them anything. What made me LOL is Tinker laughing. Yeah. When the reporter's like, do you guys think you're going to win? And Tinker just cracks up. He's like, no, of course not. And Coach is like, what kind of dumb questions are these? Next, I know. like, you're wasting my time. I'm like, oh, sour. Yeah, and he just walks off. Uh, Coach then has Tim and Billy work with the boys, which I loved this so much. Yeah, it was good to see Tim on the field again and, and kind Billy. of like stirring up there. I know because we don't, we've never seen Billy physically play football, uh, so it was just cute. It was a, it was a good scene. Them just tackling them. Yeah. Vince and Luke, they were given a task by coach to go watch McNulty game tapes. And so they go to Sears to watch because Sears has a VHS player. I love this. Stan. Isn't it so good? Yeah. Stan works at Sears and JD McDick and Kevin and the other buddy who I don't know who their name is. They walk in. They start trying to start shit with him and Stan shuts it down. I love this scene so much. Well, first Vince is like, you have a problem? Because mm-hmm. I don't mind having a problem with you. And then Stan comes in. I was like, oh, Stan. I, I stand you, Stan. Always. And, and then Vince was like, I didn't know you were from the east side. I love it. Yeah, Stan is <laughs> having lots of moments in this episode. Yeah. And then Stan was like, pay attention. Don't miss a play. Like he snapped yeah. right out of it. He's, He's like, like, no, I'm doing this for you guys. You know, pay attention. Don't get wrapped up. Yeah. I loved it. I know. We also have this sweet scene. We see Vince with his mom. And Vince's mom wants to come watch him play the game. And she promises him that she won't make a scene. She'll get a ride. She'll wear something nice. It's kind of making me teary-eyed. And I'm glad that she kept her word. She actually did. We didn't nothing. I honestly thought it was going to go sour really quickly because we they made a point to be like no i'm gonna be on my best behavior i'm gonna be clean whatever um so i was glad for his sake that this week at least she held it herself together i know i agree Uh, we get to the game vince plays a great game gets a touchdown even though they lose essentially though vince is like declared quarterback yeah he is and they honestly they they did Really well. I mean, obviously they didn't win, but they did right. the best they have so far. Like they just keep getting better and better. 
Yeah. So good things to come. And they're working as a team and coach is proud of them. So it was good. It was good to see. All right. Let's move on to Lila and Tim. Should I go through it or do you want to like exclaim your thoughts and feelings? Let's just go through it. And maybe as you explain, things will spark my tongue, if you will. Oh, ooh, okay. All right. <laughs> so Lila's back in town. She comes to see Tim. They quickly get back to where they left off. You know, she mm-hmm. does say, you didn't return my calls. You didn't answer. I reached out. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't know. It's, it wasn't good enough for me, the explanation. Uh-huh. I were to assume that they ended things because they were going to different schools. Mm-hmm. Again, didn't have to happen. You didn't have to end things. People do try long distance. Um, but then we're to assume that Tim just never reached out after that. I mean, like, we don't know who started the conversation truly because when we see them, she's like, I'm going there. And he's like, I love you. I want you to do what's best for you. We don't have this like, we're going to go separate paths conversation for the audience. So I'm just still feeling like a little bit like, ah, what, what did happen there? And then she does show up and things go exactly right back to where they were and then I feel as though when she left again it was like what was that all for (laughs) you know like and I get it like you see a partner after a while you come home from being away and not used to life and you come home and it's like ah a blanket safety security there's my my Tim my love and I have a connection with him and I'm home with my dad it all makes sense right you revert completely back to where you're gonna be but they're moved past that. And now I feel like we didn't make any progress whatsoever. Well, if that makes I, sense. No, and that pretty much sums them up. I mean, Lila realizes for sure that things can't go back to the way they were. Like, I've evolved as a person. Sometimes you come home and you're like, I don't know why I'm here. And it's like homesick. And Tim mm-hmm. is a part of that story for her. And. I think this was their closure for them. They both needed this. And there was like some great moments we had with them. I love them going out so with good. Billy and Mindy. I love just all of their sweet moments. Like, yes, you forget just how swoony Tim Riggins can be. Like he was on his perfection boyfriend game you know saying all the right things and begging her to stay in a way even though he knew it wasn't going to happen. And then in the end, I guess because I don't know what the future holds and you do, so you're looking at it differently, I don't, I felt like we could just pick up doing this again, like next season. Do you want to like, know? No, I don't. Because I, now I kind of have a better understanding, by the way, okay. like you're describing it as that there's their closure. So I feel as though they won't decide to get back together at the end of the day. But I guess I just needed to try it one more time. But I also feel like that it's like, I don't know, I call bullshit. Like, you guys can make this work. I don't know why you're trying to close the door on it. I know, but I think deep down, like when Tim shares his dream. Yeah, she's like, what do you want? 
What do you like? You says you right, which is great. What eighteen year old boy says that? I know, but like to me, it's heartbreaking because it's like you have no drive. Yes, I was. She's known that the whole time. Yeah, and she just had to somehow. She not that she had to hear it again, but she got swept up in it. And I think these two absolutely love each other, but it's just not the right person for each other. Right, like. As she does make him better, but it's only when in the presence of her, you know, he's not actually changing. He's just changing to appease her because he loves her and wants her to be with him and happy and have their life together. But he doesn't actually have any true goals or aspirations that are not her. And I was like, God damn, like if I was 18 year old, and I heard Tim Riggins say, like, all I want is you and that's it. I'd be like, done. <laughs> okay, I'll move back. <laughs> you know, like, I know. it was so, I was so proud of her to be like, well, no, actually, you should want more than this. Yeah. But man, was that swoony. Really, so swoony. I was and dying. And it's genuine. You know, he's not saying that yeah. just for her. He truly, I mean, like, he is what heartbroken. A, what a story. He's Oh, he's always so heartbroken. Like when you first meet Tim Riggins, he's this quintessential player, guy who doesn't give a shit, you know. Cheats on Tyra. Yeah, women are expendable to him. Like he doesn't care. And then after Lila, he's like, no, actually, I'm good with you. Let's just have our lives together. And he doesn't see anyone else but her. And like, there's something to be said about that. I was like, wow, changed man in a way. Yeah, and also such an arc for Lila, too. I mean, she's come so far. She was yeah. this whiny girlfriend. I, well, I mean, she dealt with a lot with Jason, but I mean, we're like, she needs to do something for herself. She needs to want to do something and start her life, and this is and her doing did. it, and mm-hmm. I'm proud of her. Me, too. Yeah, she really made a turnaround for me yeah. as a character. Yeah. I mean, so did Julie. Like, there isn't anyone besides, like, McDick that at this point I... Yeah, can't stand watching, but I did struggle with her because of her the way they portrayed her storyline in the beginning, and obviously now I'm like, oh, my little girl, I'm so proud. Yeah, what did you think of this scene where heartbroken Tim after he drops Lila off at the <sighs> bus and he's sitting with Becky and Becky's like, blah 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 blah. What do you better think, soulmates? Are you hope? Are you heartbroken, Tim? God, blah blah blah. And he's just like, shut, shut up. up. I what did he expect was going to happen when he decided to sit next to her? He could have sat in his trailer and drank his beers. I know. know? I think it's like misery one's company, Mm -hmm. but a silent company. Right. Like, just be there for me. I'm going through something. I just want to drink my beers. I don't need your advice or your banter, especially because you really, truly can't understand how I feel right now. (laughs) Maybe she has... You know, she makes it seem like she had this first love and how it's so great, but then you'll have another love. And like, Mm -hmm. that's a mature thing to say. How do you know that at this point? Maybe she's going based off her parents, right? Like maybe she's seen how her parents had been in relationships or maybe she's just imagining because she did get her heart broken in a way because of Tim. She's like, yeah, like you love someone, but then like, that's it. You can go and find someone else. Yeah, it also everything she does, she's just she's playing it really well. It just yes. shows her age. Yeah, she's so young. She's so like kid young. sister. I, yeah, I, epitome of kid sister. Right, and it's like a little annoying. 
it is a little annoying. And we're supposed to feel this way. Many Absolutely. people who watch her at this point are like, oh my God, Becky, you're driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. This scene with her and Lila, when Lila comes to see that was him, so weird. is he home? And Becky starts asking her all these questions like, are you happy to be here? Back in Dylan. And then as she goes, you see Becky looking at her and she's like, you're so pretty. You're so lucky. This and is like envious. Lila just walks away. I was like, she could have said like, oh my God, thank you. You're also like giving her like a little bit of like, I see hmm. your self-confidence here is lacking. You're also beautiful. Like, you know, you're beautiful too. Like, don't just go by me. I'm sure Lila's heard that like her whole life. Like, oh, such a pretty face, such a pretty face, right? So maybe that's why she reacted the way she did. Yeah. But I was like, she doesn't say anything. She just leaves. <laughs> I was like, was such a weird way yeah. to end it. I don't know. But she also, she shows no jealousy. Like, there's no, like, Becky's not a threat. No, she knows She gets it. She gets the situation with Becky. You clearly have a crush on Tim. It doesn't even question her. And she's used to all of that. Everyone's had a crush on Tim. Yeah. Uh, Matt and Julie in this episode. Matt is still grieving, which I'm glad that we're still carrying this over because you don't just grieve in one episode. Yeah. And he keeps getting annoyed by people asking him how he's doing. We have this scene with Landry and they're throwing the football around. And Landry's like, listen, you're my best friend since we were like five years old. I'm going to ask you how you're doing. Yes, since we were five. I didn't even catch that list. Since we were five. I'm like, so is your birthday like December and his is January? Like what? I don't get it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, it's great. I'm glad you picked up on that because I definitely didn't. (laughs) We also learn that grandma gets a stipend from the military so pretty much she'll be taken care of for the rest of her life which is amazing yeah but she also needs to be taken care of yes that money is essential yeah let's utilize that money to take care of grandma yeah yeah so julie she pitches the idea to matt of going to a music festival in austin but the problem is that this is taking place during the school week and so she first asked tammy about it Tammy forbids it. Julie goes anyway and leaves Tammy a message with her secretary and tells her she'll be home on Saturday. She also did the good good cop, bad cop. Like, hey, dad, mom's not letting me go. Can I go? And he's like, are you kidding? Like, we're a unit. So if she says no, then it's no. And Uh then she still did it anyway. I had a big problem with it. And then... Throughout the whole time she's in Austin, she ignores that is so bad. That is so bad. Calls. Tammy broke me in this episode, especially when she's in bed with Eric and she Mm. wakes up crying. Well, she's not wake up crying. She's she's crying. She's probably crying into the night. (laughs) Yeah. And Eric wakes up and he consoles her. And she's like, Why would she do this to me? I don't know if she's safe. I don't know if she's okay. And he's like, She's 17 years old. That's why she did this. Right. I really like this scene. I know. I love that scene. Actually, that was like my coach's corner. Spoiler. Yeah, me too. Um, me too. But yeah. I was like, you couldn't just at least give her a phone call that you're okay. Like, that is so wrong. I mean, my mom would whip my ass. Would Murder. Whip it. Murder. Murder. Like, That's it. Right. Okay. You went out be- even though there you didn't have the permission. That's the one red flag. But then you have no decency to tell your parents that you're safe, what hotel you're staying at. Like, hey, I did this. She's not, expe- does she really expect them to come down there? Like, you did it. 
You might as well just, right. just tell them that you're okay. Yeah, and the so fact bad. that Tammy goes to Landry, puts right, him in so a very desperate. uncomfortable situation. Landry gives like the little bit of information he has. And then Landry gives a heads up to Matt, which the only thing that really bothered me with this storyline is why didn't Tammy reach out to Matt? Right. She could have called Matt like, hey, where are you guys? Are you safe? Yeah, that's true. And it just takes Matt finding out to confront Julie about this. Which I loved. He was like, wait, um, your parents don't know that I'm here, that we're here together. And like, I want them to like me. I don't want them to think anything badly of me that like I made you do this. And like, I was okay with you lying to them. Like, I'm not okay with that. And I was yeah. like, good for you, Matt. I mean, they both are right. But Julie, I felt for too, because she's like, I'm trying to make you happy. I did this for you. You've been grieving. I wanted you to have a good time. But then she says, maybe just once, I don't want the responsibility of you having to stay in Dylan. Yeah. Which was like kind of the little catalyst right here absolutely. for Matt to make it a absolutely move. absolutely was. And she doesn't want that burden anymore. Like she has seen it on his face and hearing it like how much he hates Dylan he has to become a Dylanite and like all the things he has to do because he's in Dylan and she's like geez I wish you would have just went so I didn't have that much guilt on me and now he's like wait okay so you want me to go and she's like well no but also I don't want to be the reason why you stay but she also freaks out she freaks out like please don't go please don't go I didn't mean it I mean it I love you I love you I love you it's hard they get back he drops her off and they exchange I love you's and I'll see you laters and they kiss and it's heartbreaking like you feel it like I feel like I could feel what Julie felt like as a teenager absolutely you know something's ending you know it yes I get no I I fully get that I just wish she would have just told her parents like Matt and I need this trip because I need to get Matt, you know, yeah, out, out of his depressing, de- depressing shell. Obviously, it's understandable. But she wanted to do this for him because she's like, I need, let's just get out. Let's just go and forget about things for a minute. But I still was mad that she just didn't at least have the courtesy to tell anyone that she was alive and well. <laughs> like, she didn't tell anyone. She didn't text like, hey, Devin. I'm we're good. We got here safe. Hey Landry, we're here safe. You know? It's like one of those you're trying to preserve the moment. Mm-hmm. You know it's a ticking time bomb. Yeah. And you kind of just want to ignore all the outside factors. What do you think how she acted when she got inside? Yeah, I was Tammy's just, like I was just gonna ask you that. She's like, Girl, Better be worth it. Mm-hmm. Better be worth it. And then she just cries. And I again I really felt for Julie because she popped. Yeah. She's scared. This is very quintessential in a in a show like this where you know you're gonna whoop your kids ass and then you see that they're hurting so you like mm-hmm. give them a break mm-hmm. i'm like no <laughs> she deserves it but you understand why mm-hmm. right i'm sure afterward like we understand and this will continue we, we see how julie's grieving with this but it's tough and then on the other side matt drives by his house we see him overhear conversations of grandma and shelby seeing that they're doing okay and he just drives off yeah there he goes <laughs> yeah interesting mm-hmm. did he like, enter and say oh. goodbye no 
I think he just drove off. He just drove off. Maybe it was too hard for him to say goodbye. And he's like, I see they're okay. They're they're fine. Grandma will be taken care of. This is my chance to leave. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Where is he going, I wonder? Well, you can think about it and answer in, in the second <laughs> half of the show. Before we leave these two, I just wanted to make note of in the hotel when Matt goes to sit on the bed. And Julie's like, get off the covers. It's filled with bugs. I know. <laughs> and it was, I was like, like another parallel yes. of our shows again, though, this week of, you know, motel bedspreads and running away from parents. I was like, oh, interesting. But also this one, <laughs> Julie's all of us. Oh, yeah. Compared to the Luckily. others where they're Compared actually sleeping Spencer, on the bedspread. Who would never sleep on a bedspread. That was a weird continuity, I think that yeah i agree little other storylines happening landry explains his feelings to jess talks about the kiss but then he says he might still be hung up on tyra and just slaps him across the face yeah why (laughs) and then he's like i didn't see that coming i I didn't see that coming that was really funny i mean i'm i'm upset that he got slapped but i was like why though like he's being honest with you yeah i don't know i don't really know to be honest like was it i'm gonna slap some sense into you Mm. boy i like you like wake up right like oh don't harp on someone else i don't know i don't know i don't i'm so hard that was so hard for me to read but also a little like oh we're still hung up on tyra we're song up on Tyra. And it mm-hmm. seems as though Jess also has some little history she has to deal with. Okay. What is so this then about? We, yeah. So we have this scene where Vince goes into the barbecue place trying to talk to Jess. And Jess is ignoring. And Virgil sees it and like quickly shuts it down. Yeah. He's like, boy, you need to get out of here. You need to take it to go. Yeah. I truly don't remember their history and if they have one. So I'm really not sure. I really I feel don't. Like it just seems like Vince is like this tough, bad kid who's yeah. always getting right. himself into trouble. Maybe he, you know, had done something that also involved Jess and Virgil was like, you better get you better get on the right side of this track, girl, because you can't be hanging out with him. And they obviously he knows him like they they know each other. Well, so something yeah, the community, I'm sure, like you said, like knows he's involved in some bad stuff. It was just kind of random, but also mm-hmm. we're building on something that I truly don't really remember. Okay, so maybe it's not anything and we're just, yeah. just I don't know. She she didn't, she got afraid in a way mm-hmm. in front of her dad, like, oh, you better get out of here before my dad comes. And even when her dad was reprimanding him, telling him he needed to get out she like she looked scared she was like please don't start anything so, well i, I would be know. afraid of virgil too are you kidding hell he's yeah. giving me the looks i'd be like got it i'm i am but i'm also like he's a softy inside i don't know there's something about him like i really like love his character i barely know yeah. him but i just feel warmth from him yeah even though i don't know him okay uh and then last but not least luke thinks becky's cute Becky shuts it down. And Luke handled it so well. I know. Like, props to you, Luke. He's like, whatever. I thought you were cute, but okay. Like, Yeah, he, like, tries to bring her candy, and she's yeah. like, listen, it happened once, and it's not happening again. And he was like, okay. 
He's like, whatever. Got it. Well, what happened? Did they kiss? Did they hook up? Like, they don't Mm -hmm. make it seem like, I don't know. Did Mm -hmm. something happen or did they actually just have a date and talk to each other? Right. So, like, was he bringing her candy because he's like, thanks for last night kind of thing? Or, hey, I thought of you. Here's some candy. Yeah. (laughs) And she even says, like, I bet you told the whole team about us. And he was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, He's like, I just think you're cute. That's all. Like, I don't know what she's getting at. She's paranoid. She is. I mean, Maybe look at her home life. Reputation. Yeah. Like, look at her mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's this week's episode. Summary. We're going to take a short break and we'll come back with your questions. We hope you're enjoying this week's episode of Talking Texas Forever, and we appreciate you listening each and every week. All of our shows are funded by our buddies who pledge to our Patreon, and it means the world to us. We have tiers starting at a dollar and offer some pretty cool perks like guest hosting on the podcast, listening to episodes a day early, and invitation to the best group chat ever via Discord. To learn more about our network and everything we offer, check out patreon.com slash network. Welcome back from break. We're going to get into your questions. Jillian, she wants to know, what does the future hold for Lila, Matt? Where is he going? Is Lila on the island? Is Matt on the island? Do you want to know? Mm. (laughs) I don't believe either of them are on the island. I feel maybe Matt will go to Chicago. That's the only place he's ever talked about going besides being in Dylan. And then Lila, what's the future for her? I think she'll just, you know, she'll thrive and succeed in college. And then like in season five, we'll see or we'll hear something about her. I don't think necessarily we're going to have a whole big storyline with her again, but we'll probably reference her and see her maybe one other time like, her face in the finale or something like that. And like maybe same goes for Matt. I I expect him to at least have a closure moment with Julie and with uh, his grandma and his mom. Like I hope we get to see them reconnect again. Okay. So I won't confirm or deny because you that's what you prefer. Yeah. I'm and- okay with not knowing this. All right. Okay. Uh, Where is Tim and Becky's relationship going? Nowhere. (laughs) It's going nowhere. (laughs) I, I think like us, he's annoyed with her energy. But, you know, by the end of this season, they'll be brotherly and sisterly to each other. As we said before, Tim just, he craves that sense of like belonging in a family sense because he never really had that. It's always just been him and Billy. So I don't know about what's the mother's name. Denise? Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl. I don't know why I thought it was Denise. <laughs> I don't know if we'll necessarily see her a bunch again, but definitely Becky and Tim and helping each other grieve and bond. And yeah. maybe he'll give her some advice on boys and like not all boys are, bad or like your dad or something like that okay 
Uh, Mike wants to know your thoughts on mules. So if Matt did leave, what does this mean for them? She's not far behind. You know, she... It's true. And Tammy did say that. That's probably why it was really hard for her to have Julie try and be an adult and leave was like, because Julie is going to be leaving soon. Like, there's no part of anyone, especially me, who thinks that Julie's staying in Dylan. Like, we know she's not staying in Dylan. So... Hey, I would like to see her. Maybe she goes to Chicago too, or she goes like to a connecting state where they could like take the train and see each other, or like you know hang out on weekends. Like I, I think they, I think they'll be okay. I think out of everyone, they may be endgame. I okay. said that before. You have, you have said that. But since the beginning, I've said that, and then I obviously toy back and forth. But if I really had to. I really think it would be them because we've had that back and forth with Lila and Tim. Like they truly love each other, but they can't make the timing and their paths work. But these two, like as much as Matt denied his path, they have similar ones. Like they both now want to get out. They, they have futures that they're looking forward to, whether that includes each other or not. But I think it, I think it does. I'd like to say yeah. it does. Okay. We, Kind of discussed this in the first half, but Will, he was asking, what do you think Vince did to Jess in their past? I think he just probably, like, played her. I don't know. Like, right? He's just, I know. He's just like a hoodlum. Like, oh, whatever. Yeah. I don't care about anything. <laughs> but, like, uh. maybe he he has a, a, a heart more than we see. And I think just by the way he's talked to her, I don't like the way he's talked to her. So it assumes me to believe that he just doesn't truly respect her um, in that way. Um, Yeah, I think they just maybe they have had a hookup or something of the sort. Yeah. 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 Vic wants to know, did you go anywhere in the middle of the week and skip school? Hmm. No. Like, the only thing I school? No. Yeah, the only thing I've ever done in high school, I used to go to a lot of concerts during the week and then my dad would drop me off like midday and I'd walk into school and be like, Where were you? I'd be like, I just saw Newfound Glory at Rose and Ballroom. <laughs> I'm so cool. I'm so cool. <laughs> and there was a couple of times I took the train into the city and lied. I said a parent was going. Mm. And I did it with our friends. Yeah, I always felt really guilty about that. I, I did not like that, but that's like the worst thing I did. Yeah. Truly. I don't think I, I don't, maybe my senior year we s- skipped school, like not the whole day. I think we just in the morning, like stopped to get egg sandwiches and like skipped like three periods or something like that. Like, I don't think, and I definitely didn't tell my mom. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, honestly, I don't think my mom would care. My mom was never that parent who like hovered about, grades and stuff my dad was worse off than my mom so I think if I told my mom she'd be like okay like it's my senior year what's she gonna do yeah senior year Amy and I did skip school one day and we called it our mental health day Mm. and we got bagels and we got mangoes and ate them on the docks in Port Jeff well that's cute and we were seniors like everything was taken care of and it was just one day like I didn't go away anywhere to do that no our mental health day yeah I, loved that. I took plenty yeah. of those during my senior year so sure exactly <laughs> you need them what's your favorite music festival you've been to before 
Uh, festival. I've only been to Warp Tour when I was in high school, and that was really fun for me being a teenager, mm-hmm. but I have no want to go to a music festival at this point in my life. Same. I'd, I'd rather watch it from the comfort of my television. <laughs> or a concert, like a one night only. But I don't want to go to a festival. No, too many no. days, too many people. I don't. I mean, yeah, now not I for me anymore. truly post-COVID, like crowds, tr- I just don't like it. Yeah. I do not. Yeah. Like when we went out for Ingrid's birthday and we were oh so God. close to Liz all those was people. I was freaking out. I was like, I just really don't want to be around you. Like, can I just go dance in the corner? I'll, I love the band. Can I just go dance in the corner where no one else is? Like just people on top of me. I I just am not into that anymore in my stage of life. Yeah. Um, but I can't think. I don't think I ever went to like a festival. I've only ever been just like to concerts. Yeah. Uh, and then the last question, what's the longest road trip you've taken? Myrtle Beach. It took us like, oh my God, we were on the road for like 19 hours because of traffic. Delaware traffic is the worst. Um, and then like we stopped a bunch, like, I mean, we went in a whole van of people. So like people had to pee and eat and whatever. Like it took us like almost 20 hours to get to Myrtle Beach. And we, we, we arrived, it was pitch black. We drove on these roads that had like no lights and we couldn't wait to get out of the fucking car. It was the worst. Was it your mom who drove? No, it was my friend's grandpa who drove because he was a truck driver. Aww. So oh, yeah, nice. So it was okay. my mom, myself, and I, and my sister. Uh-huh. Um, my mom, myself, and I. My mom, myself, my sister, <laughs> and then my friend, her sister, and her mother, and then her grandparents. Cute. And they took us down to Myrtle Beach for dance nationals. And it just took us literally forever. We were like mm-hmm. all crunched up. We, we could not wait to get out of the car. The worst. The worst. What I about love you? The grandpa drove. I though. know. So cute. So cute. I mean, our honeymoon was a six week road trip. Right. So. That's true. <laughs> Which is the best <laughs> thing ever. You just kept driving the whole time. Yeah. And I've talked about it on our podcast before. So. Uh, but thank you, everyone, for submitting your questions. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Favorite quote. What do you have? It's hard making peanut butters. Matt. Who said? Oh, the sandwiches. <laughs> when they had their Just little the picnic. the fact that he said peanut butters, like a plural. I'm like, okay, Matt. <laughs> I liked when Tammy looked at Gracie Bell and said, you are my favorite daughter. Yeah, I love that, too. And I also had, wow, I didn't really see that coming, Landry. Oh, Landry with the slap. Yeah. Coach's Corner, which we both talked about. Yeah. I think he was good for moral support for his wife. She needed it at that point. I mean, I guess he nothing. no one else really did anything like coach worthy. I almost said the scene with Lila and Becky. And then when she left, I was like, but you didn't give her a lesson. You know, like Lila just kind of heard Becky and then left. And I was like, but this girl needs advice. Do you think that scene did anything for Becky, though? Do you think she'll stop, like, thinking so much about Tim? Do you think that gave her a glimpse of, like, oh, if you leave Dylan, you could still come home and have be homesick, even if you look or act like Lila? Oh, I mean, you're going super deep with I that. Am. Like, and as you should, because, again, you know where these people go, but... I honestly felt like if I was Becky, I would look at Lila and be like, wow, you're so pretty. I feel terrible about myself. Oh, and that's probably how she felt. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah. you can get Tim because look at you. And yeah. now there's me who's living with him basically. And he wants nothing to do with me. 
Yeah. That's how I took it. And I felt badly for Becky. I would, I honestly, I wish Lila would have given her just like a little big sis, like a little big sis pep talk or something. She gave her a nice smile. Yeah. I just wish she was like, no, you honey, you're beautiful too. You'll get out one day like me. Don't worry. But I think even Lila is so sad about her decision. Like she yeah. knows in her gut this is what she has to do, but she's still sad for leaving Tim and Dylan and her dad. And yeah, I know. I, I she she has to be. She has to. She, she is. She, yeah, she wasn't. Like you're never prepared to leave home. Like you think you're prepared, and then you do mm-hmm. it. And like after a while, it's okay. But then once you go home for the first time, you're like, whoa. This is my house, but it's not my house. And there's my parents mm-hmm. and like my old life. It It's weird. It's just a weird sensation. And I never had that at 18. I only had it at 30, whatever. <laughs> you know, I know. And we didn't even go far away. But no. it's true. Even going to my childhood home and now my bed, my old bedroom is yeah. now my sister's baby's bedroom. Right. And it just doesn't feel it's not home. It's no, you can never home. go home again. Sad. It is really sad. I know. (laughs) We didn't really talk about it that much, but I thought their goodbyes at the bus stop, bus depot, was very sweet. Yeah. Tim kissed her forehead. Mm, Goodbye, Lila Garrity. Tears in their eyes. I mean, it was heartfelt. Absolutely. I loved it. I was like, oh, my, I'm swooning, swooning, Tim. It also, like, I don't know. It hurt my heart. (laughs) I felt it. Absolutely. Like, you know, been there and you leave someone that you love and they're mm-hmm. like getting on a bus or plane or train and you're like, okay, here I go. Also, any breakup. Yeah. Like, this is it. This is it. So, mm-hmm. on to the next chapter. MVP and shittiest. So, this this is what the people had things to say, who they chose. Let's do it. Who would you choose for your MVP? I had picked Matt. I had okay, first great. picked Stan. That's but who then I, I changed it to Matt. <laughs> okay, why'd you choose Matt? I mean, obviously, I mean Matt was great. Yeah, but. I like he finally understood. Like, okay, yeah, I am staying here for Julie, and she doesn't want me to just stay here for her, and I shouldn't, mm-hmm. and I should move on. And then I liked how he kind of schooled her a little bit. He's like, I can't believe you didn't tell your parents we were here. Like that makes me feel really shitty. And I was like, good, mm-hmm. like a mature thing to say. So that's why I yeah. picked him. Yeah, we had votes for Julie, Luke, and Stan. I chose Stan. Your shittiest. Who did you choose for your shittiest? I have Julie. Yeah. So across the board was Julie, except Jillian chose Tammy. <laughs> okay. And she said, your daughter told you exactly where she was going and whom she was going with. Calm down. You have every right to be upset that she went anyway, but it was a pretty minor display of rebellion. I'm glad she comforted Julie instead of reprimanding her at the end. And Jillian chose Julie as her MVP. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, and Will chose Julie for going full full the Swede on her mother, even if it's a bit sad. So like when Jillian sent that, I was like, oh my God. Because I almost, I was just like, <gasps> I was shocked. Yeah. But thank you, Jelance, for always making us shocked, honestly. Her hot takes. I didn't necessarily enjoy Tammy in this episode. I did right. feel like she was lugging around like a sad sack. I know, I might, but I understood why. 
And I think she also, in the back of her mind, like I said before, realized, okay, my kid is growing up and I can't control it and I have no way of stopping it. And yeah, um, so I can see why she would pick her as the shittiest. Maybe not yeah. like the ultimate shittiest, but I didn't like necessarily love her. Yeah. I mean, I my cop out was JD because yeah, he's always shitty. I, yeah, and I understood Julie, so I didn't want to choose her as the shittiest. But right. yeah, I was like, Tammy, I like did a double take. I'm like, am I reading this right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, guys. All right, let's get into our booster of the week. Liz, who are we honoring? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. Tonight, we're honoring Angelina. Angelina! Yay! Yes, Angelina. We always get her her paragraphs in Discord. I love reading them, whether it's about her Italian soaps or Gossip Girl or whatever it is. Um, She's been sending a lot lately, so we just wanted to shout her out and say that we appreciate her all the time. And we really do love when you get to share all of your thoughts and people chime in it's just great so thank you very much thank you angelina we love you okay so an emoji for this episode i was thinking a bull a bull because lila rode the bull in the bar oh right sure yeah or we could do something else if you had an idea i didn't have an idea yeah I just really liked that scene of Lila getting on that bull in the bar. Because Mindy's like, you know what I miss? I miss getting on that bull. (laughs) Yeah, I really like that scene. They were super cute. Everyone. I know. It was great. So what we mean, if you've made it this far, is please send us the emoji, which is the bull this week. You could put an Apple Podcast review. You could send us DMs on Instagram. I need to shout out Jacqueline because Jacqueline is always sending us Consistent the emoji <laughs> she is the best she sends it for talk in texas and for we are liars so we love her for that and also ben he's sending his emojis out which i really appreciate so thank you guys uh but yeah leave it in apple podcast review send us an email drop it in discord or just want to uh, see DMs. it wherever we just want to see it yeah we appreciate you next week's title episode seven I can't believe it. Wow. We're like flying than halfway. Mm-hmm. The title is In the Bag. And the quote is that I'm giving you. I'm just asking you straight up. You got a gun? Coach. Two thoughts. One was Vince. The other was Stan. I'm like, Stan's a bit on hinge lately. It seems as though he's going through something. Oh, Okay. So, Hot take. I, just for shits and gigs, I'm going to say it's Stan that he's talking to. And he's just so fired up at the McCoys that he is like, I'm going to threaten them somehow. And Coach is like, in a joking way, like, wait, you don't have an actual gun, do you? And Stan's like, no, I'm just going to use my fists or something. This might be my favorite prediction <laughs> to date. Or it could be Vince. But how boring would that be? It's just typical. So boring. <sighs> but ugh, I guess if I had to predict, we would go back to the rigging of the cars and 
that whole business, his side business. <sighs> like just when he's doing well in football, he's going to like damage that by doing something stupid. And and there's only so many times a coach can get him out of it. Like that was his last straw. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Well, let's hope out of pickle. <laughs> that we have an unhinged, an unhinged Stan with a gun. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, because like so, we still have we'll to dive deep into this like Stan story, maybe potentially coming out. Do something. you think so? You think we have to do that? But do you know what I thought was? Hmm. Stan in this episode, he like Googled googly eyed at coach. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, but he's like, I know, but I was like, does he like like coach? Because that would be fucking hysterical, but also unrealistic. Um, in a way. Cause like this show is more fact than fiction, you know, it's just it feels real, and that would be a little too silly. Um, but I, hey, I would love to see some like queerness on this show. Please give it to us. Like we get a little tiny bit of Devin, but that's it. Like let's do more. I want to see more, but mm-hmm. that's just me wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I agree. I just you. love Stan so much as it is that I would love to just see him have like a fuller storyline. He's truly a treat. I mean, every time we see him, so good. He's great. We love Stan. Good predictions. We'll see. <laughs> Last but not least, we have Will's Football Poetry Corner. Game film. Watching game film is crucial to understanding what the other team will do to beat you. Vince and Luke are watching game film at the local Sears throwback. Meanwhile, Tim and Lila are enjoying their new trailer, and I'm not talking about the movie kind. Eye <laughs> <Hi>, emoji. <laughs> cute very cute will thank you well this is a nice short and sweet episode yeah easy peasy it's like a typical friday night lights episode it's great next week is fun too and we're gonna i think um yeah you'll have some words i mean you always have words but we get some things next week things so Mm-hmm. We get some things, and I think it might uh, close some things, too. Okay, so Tyra. <laughs> I mean, I hope. Don't get too excited. Don't get too excited. Uh, you know what? Actually, yeah, I want a confirmation about Tyra. Okay. Is she on the island? She is not on the island. Okay, good. I feel good about that. Then I'm good. That's all I need to know. Tyra I don't know. Not Lila and Matt, island. like, while they're important to me, I feel like I can watch the story go. Lila and Matt, you don't care if they're on the island or not. No, that, not that I don't care. It's like, I'm okay not knowing what happens to them, but, like, Tyra's so heartbreaking to me that if I knew she was on the island, then I'd have to just get over it. Like, you know what I mean? I'd have to be like, okay, now that I know, I don't have to, like, yeah, you know, build up my emotions. Totally. So, okay. Let's see. All right. Well, come back next week. We'll be discussing episode seven in the bag. If you want to be a part of the show, send us an email, talkintexasforever at gmail.com. Send over your questions, your thoughts, and your emojis. 
We can't wait to hear from you. Give us those bowls. Yes. <sighs> Bye. Doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah, what do bowls make? Is it like mm, a strong? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what a bowl makes. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram and search Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora. <laughs>